Hello and welcome to Women's Worries, a podcast hosted by me, Megan Stone, in order to raise awareness of issues that women face across the country on a constant basis that we, as a nation, need to address and put a stop to. In today's episode, I will be covering sexism within the workplace, which has been around for a high number of years, but has never really spoken about. Sexism in the workplace, otherwise known as employment sexism or occupational sexism, is any form of discrimination against someone because of their gender that happens in their place of work. There are various types of employment sexism that I will explain now. So there's hostile sexism. This makes women seem inferior to men in the workplace. So they can be made out to be too manipulative, emotional or incompetent. Examples of this type of sexism can be when people deem certain tasks to be a woman's job, like expecting women to be the ones to take notes or make the coffees in a meeting when everyone holds the same job title. Benevolent sexism shows up in more unconscious ways, so it's the idea that women should be taken care of and men should be the providers. For example, it could be that women are left out of late meetings under the assumption that they'd rather be going home, taking care of their family... Even though the general attitude is not the one that is demeaning, it may come from a place of care, but it is undermining the fact that women should be treated equally. So what form does sexism come in in the workplace? So firstly, and probably the most common, are insults that are hidden in the form of jokes. So men tend to make comments that insult women because of their gender, but these comments are disguised as humorous. So an example of this may be a comment like, wear the low-cut shirt in the meeting and I'm sure you'll close the deal. Therefore, that is sexualising a woman for what she's wearing. And if there are comments about appearance, like body shape or the way that women dresses that are associated with her professional role or capabilities, then that is another form of sexism. Another stereotype that happens in the workplace is gender labelling. So a simple way to describe this is if a woman is too assertive, she's called bossy, but if she's not assertive enough then she'll be called too emotional. So it may happen that someone says something like man up in reference to not showing emotions. So that is another type of sexism, um, as well as when men talk over women or over explain things to them, which has become known as mansplaining. It could be a form of sexism as they devalue women's opinions and think that they need to be explained to more than normal. Um, It may be showcasing the idea that a woman's opinion is not important or valued um, and a man's voice is is valued more, which is a major problem in employment sexism. So now that I've explained what sexism in the workplace is and given some examples, here are some stats to show you just how bad the sexism can be. So according to Pew Research Centre, 15% of female employees haven't received enough support from their supervisors. At least 25% of women have been subject to sexual harassment in the workplace. 42% of women have faced gender discrimination at work. Women earn around 20% less than men and 23% of women are considered incompetent due to their gender. So I spoke to a member of staff from a football club, which are always male orientated, to find out the sexism that she has witnessed or been a victim of since she's worked there. She has chosen to remain anonymous.
So, thank you for joining me. Um, let's just start with you telling me what sexist comments or actions you have been a victim of across your career. So, I've been, throughout my career, I've had a couple of careers where I've been victim of sexual comments. Um, it varies, really. So, I started out my career in a very male-dominated environment where I was um, worked, was in the military. And I suppose my first action um comment was basically where I was in training and I um was quite I suppose big chested and I was going through um physical doing the physical education side of it physical training sorry and um I was doing I think it was like jumping jack something silly like that and the PTIs were up on the balcony shouting basically um sexual comments down towards me about not about the size of my breasts about um did I forget to put my um sports bra on um all things like that you know and for a 16 year old that could have been quite intimidating at the time um I just kind of shook it off because I thought well it's probably just the kind of behavior I kind of expected I shouldn't have expected it but at that age but I thought it's just men being men um, and I kind of was prepared for it. Um, and then moving on, um, again, whilst I was in training, I was on the fire, firing range, the military range, um, and one of the instructors locked me in a room with him and said that he wasn't going to let me out until I performed a sexual act on him. Obviously, I was quite a strong-willed character then, as I am now, and... I was like, absolutely, no, that's not right. You know, it's not going to happen. And I demanded he let me out. So he let me out, laughed it off, thought I wasn't actually going to do anything about it. And I thought, no, stuff that, like, it's not, I'm not going to let that happen. I went back to my living quarters, spoke to a few other girls and actually done it to a few other girls as well when they were, like, absolutely petrified. They were like, no, no, we can't say anything. We're going to get into so much trouble. It causes loads of trouble. So... I was like, no, we can't let him get away with it. So we reported it. So obviously our divisional officer at the time, he was like, no, absolutely right. He can't get away with that. So they reported it to what we call our military police. And it, it actually went to the military police. So we all got called up to the military police office. And as we walked in, the military police officer said to us, oh, are you the girls that are here for this sexual harassment? And we were like, yes. And they were like, why are you not getting enough? And that came out of a police officer's mouth and I actually couldn't believe it. And I was just like, wow, okay, this isn't going to go well for us. And then from that, we we had got questioned. We got made to feel like absolute shit, made to feel like we were troublemakers, that we were just causing loads of problems. Nothing actually come of it. We got turned back to our living quarters. The guy got released from his training duties. We're not allowed to be around trainees anymore, but we're still on the same basis as and just basically, every time he saw us, he just tried to intimidate us. So, yeah, it was pretty horrendous. And then moving on throughout um, my career, I just obviously comments about my body, about not being able to do my job properly because I'm a woman. You kind of just, I know it sounds bad, but you kind of just get used to it. And then went into the football club in football environment. And that's where it probably spiralled back into a lot of sexual sexual comments um, and discrimination, I guess. 
um, for being a female. And it was kind of like being back in the military to a certain extent. Um, and lots of comments about um, your body, what you look like, your boobs, your bum, um, touching, which inappropriate touching. So they make out that, like, um, they're not touching you, but they're slight, like, the kind of like touching you as they go past you where it's not really needed to be touched. Um, just comments on, or oh, you don't really need, you don't know, really know what you're talking about because you're a woman or, well, you need, you want to expect that kind of behaviour. It's a boys club um, or well, it's a football club, and football club, isn't it? So what do you expect? Things like that. And it kind of just gets a bit tiring. Again, you get judged from what you're wearing. It can be a very toxic environment and toxic for your mental health and it can really, really affect and have a really detrimental effect on you as well. And do you think that sexism in the workplace has become less or more recognised in recent times? I do you think it's becoming more recognised due to the fact that people are speaking up about it? People aren't happy just to sit back and not say anything now it's like you know people are willing to speak out people are willing to say actually no that's not right and also I think people have been more educated so even men now are willing to step up and go actually no you're not right that's not right that's not okay so it's becoming more recognized in regards to people are speaking up about it still think there's a lot that goes unrecognized so for the fact that um, the odd unwanted touch here and there, um, the the unrecognised comment and the people that, you know, it's the repercussions that people are worried about. So if you do speak up about it and people are concerned that, you know, it's going to have an effect on their job, they're going to be perceived as a troublemaker. This is the culture we need to get out of. This is the culture, the blame culture. You know, we're not to blame these actions that people are getting away with, they shouldn't be doing it in the first place. So it's about educating what is right, what is wrong, making sure that even from a really, really young age, um, people, boys and girls, are aware what is perceived as correct and right behaviour. So is enough done, in your opinion, to ensure that sexism is not tolerated? Um, I think there are... We're making great strides and doing great things about sexism in the workplace and recognising sexism um, and that it's not tolerated. So obviously within football and stuff like that, there's the Her Game 2 campaign, which is doing amazing things um, within football, within sports, um, within just normal everyday life to try and kick it out and to make sure it's recognised and stamp it out Um but that's just one campaign, you know, government um, put out campaigns every now and again. But we need to make sure that it's a culture of not a tick box exercise and that it doesn't go away. Um, because there's still lots and lots of things that need to be done. And I think that education starts at a really, really young age. So finally, um, what advice would you give to someone who is a victim of sexist comments or actions in their workplace? Uh, the advice I'd give to somebody that is a victim of sexist comments or actions in their workplace is to make sure that you let that person know, basically, that they're crossing your boundaries and don't be afraid to speak out about it. And if you are scared, 
try and confide into somebody um you know make sure you've got a trusted person and make sure you that you feel confident to speak to that person if you don't feel confident to speak to anybody you know there's lots and lots of um support organizations out there you know that's that can guide and support you and do the work for you so you're not alone and that's really really important that you that people know that they're not alone and there's loads and loads of people out there that are in the same situation as you so regardless of what has happened or what is happening there's always somebody out there that you can speak to whether that's in your workplace outside your organization online anywhere there's always somebody that can help you so, but it's really really important that we stamp out the behavior and make sure that something is done about it um regardless um and make sure that we get a support network out there for them so it is time to put employment sexism to an end it's unnecessary normally unprovoked and unfair the best advice that can be given to someone who's a victim of employment sexism is to speak up call the perpetrator out on it explain how it is not okay and if they still don't listen take it higher It is becoming a lot more recognised that sexism in the workplace is taking place more than it should, so communication is key to combat it altogether. The bottom line of this is that all people should be treated equally. A workplace is meant to be a safe space for both men and women to get their job done. It really is that simple. So sexism in the workplace should be met with strict consequences. That mental or even physical effects of employment sexism can stick with a person for a lifetime. So it is important that that every person helps to bring an end to its existence. That's it for today on Women's Worries podcast. Join us next week when we will cover more topics to raise awareness that women deserve.